Mic check, one, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Mic check. Mic check, waifu, waifu. King Teliano, is that you? What's going on, my good brother? What's up, bro? Oh, man, it's been crazy. <laughs> that's, um, that's Tell's punchline. It's been crazy. <laughs> well, it, it is. It, mostly because, like I told you before, I've been real tired these yeah. last couple of weeks, but I've been watching me some anime, anime man. <laughs> some anime? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, that's the tired. That's the tired. <laughs> Welcome to episode 32 of My Check, Waifu Waifu. I'm, as always, at Polo Bornfly on all social media, and that's King Teliano on our social media. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, um, any podcast services you use, except for SoundCloud, which is strange. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is a little strange. Maybe we were going to get in there, too. But <laughs> you can listen to us there and follow our podcast social media at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. We appreciate y'all for that. And as always, Mike Check Waifu Waifu is brought to you by Lou Complex. Go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code Waifu to save. Obviously, I'm always rocking a new Lou Complex gear. Make sure y'all use that offer code. Don't forget to use the offer code Waifu. And Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Has a couple of new producers this week, which I'm so Ooh. hype about. Let me go ahead and Millie Rock a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike Check Waifu Waifu got a lot of support recently, and we truly appreciate y'all for that. It means a lot to us. It helps us keep the lights on, and, and I mean, we can't thank you enough. So, our Patreon producers for Mike Check Waifu Waifu is Monique Williams, Connor, Chris Goodywin. Lisa, what's up there, girl? And the homie D Prince, man. Thank y'all so much for producing my check waifu waifu. Hope y'all stick around. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much for that support. It means so much to us. So very, very much to us. Now, tell, we got a few news things to get to before we get into the anime we've been watching. Um, we also got a discussion on My Hero. It's probably going to be in a later half of the show when, it, when we talk about My Hero. Um, or even before that, because we got a lot to discuss. Yeah. So with that, I want to start off first with the first news topic and a news topic that I'm so very excited for. Not just you, both of us, brother. Okay, yeah, that's true. Both of us are super excited for this. And this May in the Abyss, the sequel movie has actually been released in Japan on January 17th. So that only means it's just a matter of time before we see it. Hopefully in What's that normally a few months, like three months, something like that? Usually it gets translated over, yep. That's a sign. Oh, it's a sign of relief. It's also making me nervous because I wish what's it was the, a season. Yeah, what's the amount of excitement you got for this? Because you know. Oh, my God. I don't know why maybe this is not in my top five. I, I, it's definitely in my top ten. It's definitely a hype train, bro. Yeah, it's it's a it's not even, it's, sure. I feel like it wasn't even like a hype anime, but I'm hyped for it. You know, right. you know what I mean? A hundred percent. It's, I mean, one of the most beautiful soundtracks in any anime. Some of the most beautiful art, crazy storytelling. We might have to review that season on the official objective. Might check waifu waifu scale. We might we might have to like yeah for real. I, I think about it just like that art that art style we talked that you just said like it's simple. Yep. It looks soft, yep. but it's well-defined and beautiful. It almost reminds you of Studio Ghibli mixed with, like, a newer generation. Studio Ghibli mixed with whoever the hell did Grimgar. Because it got <laughs> right. that, that painting background-esque mm -hmm. look to it. And then the characters kind of look Studio Ghibli-esque. It's it's wonderful, though, man. Made in Abyss. If you haven't seen Made in Abyss at all, stop what you're doing and go watch Made in Abyss. It's, it's just as good as Promised Neverland. That's the level I'm going to put it on. Don't stop what you're doing. Finish the podcast, then go watch <laughs> Made in Abyss. Yeah. But yes, it is just as good as Promise Neverland. Yeah. Uh, 100% I agree with Polo on that one. Yeah, it don't get as much hype as Promise Neverland, but it should. It didn't? Mm -hmm. I felt like... Maybe like I hadn't watched... I hadn't even watched Made in Abyss, and I kept hearing, like, Made in Abyss this, Made in Abyss, Made in Abyss, uh, and I was okay. like, you might be all right, right. I'm going to give it a go. 
They made. I it. think I was drawn in on like episode one, bro. Yeah, straight up, hundred percent. It was wonderful. All I heard was a uh, legal. T- Never mind. I don't even want to spoil it for those who <laughs> legal <laughs> said don't see it already. <laughs> legal said no. Nah, legal said something about the show a while ago, uh-huh. and I'm like, wait, why did you say that? And he's like, just watch it. And I watched it, and he was right. Mm-hmm. He was right. It's real good though. Real, real good. She was gonna cry. Right. I don't think I cried during that. Yeah, I stood oh, yeah. up out of my seat a few times though. There's a couple of points that I was like, I can't believe. Yeah, true. Oh no, I, you know what? I think I no, I didn't. I didn't cry. Clayton came you, close. You, you would have cried to that, but you would have got close. Yeah, yeah. One of those that one song when that song came on after they met <laughs> that uh, that one at the bottom. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh boy, almost got me. Almost. <laughs> um. So, uh, continuing with the news. We also have news with um, Weathering With You officially hitting Japan and English language options on January 17th. It released in theaters. There's a couple people I know out here in Florida who've already gone to see it. Um, I wish I would have wanted to see it. Yeah. Florida has an actual pretty big market for this. I'm going to try and see if I can get out there like sometime this week That'd to be go good. see it because I would love to see it and give it. Well, I guess I wouldn't review it unless you see it. I'm but try to t- just say how I rate it. Um, but it has done $176 million worldwide already mm. as of releasing, you know, worldwide essentially two days ago. Which in an anime speak, I know it's not like, it's not Avengers numbers, right? But, yeah. but it still feels good to know something we love like anime does that well with a theatrical release. Those, I mean, those movies normally do good. Like, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I put out a uh, a recommendation for another one of his movies, and it was called The Garden of Words. Somebody from a different language commented and said, "Yeah, it's just like the rest of his movies. The movie is real good, but the art doesn't look that good." I'm like, "Whoa, you tripping? If you haven't seen <laughs> The Garden of Words, yeah, it's real good. The art is beautiful too. It's insane. But he does some insane movies. Yeah." Um, super good movies it, so that trailer I know we've all seen the trailer by now mm-hmm. um, it was beautiful sure. um, absolutely beautiful I don't have to know anything about what this is about for me to want to see that Like, oh but you're it, not a slice of life romance kind of guy though are you the story seemed extremely compelling like I don't care about whether it's life, slice yeah. of life or not like it just it really I wanted to see the connection. I wanted yeah. to see where things felt like, even if everything that happened was just like like a symbolization or like symbolizing what they were feeling rather than actually being what's going on in the anime. Right. 100%. I still want to see it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, <clears throat> to seeing it too. I hope I'm not losing my voice. It feels like I'm losing my voice. So if, if my voice goes away during this podcast, I'm sorry. Well, you sound wonderful. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, let's, uh, that's a, that's awesome though. I'm so glad that it did over a hundred million. That's all I cared about. As long as it did over a hundred million, I'm I'm good because that means it's a success in Japan. It didn't flop. Yeah, in Japan terms. So that's awesome, man. I I hope it continues to become more more popular, more broad. We start to get more stuff like this because it's only in select theaters and it's only two theaters around me, and one of them is in Illyria. And guess where the other one is? You used to live out here. Just guess. Uh, independence. Yep, valid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. I mean, that's pretty far from you. Try forty six miles far. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody about to take the hour long drive. Nah, so I just go to Illyria if I, I decide to go see it. I'd be going by myself. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Anyway, now let's move on to the anime we've been watching. This is probably my favorite segment because though I haven't been watching as much as I was last uh, last quarter, um, the ones I've been watching have been s- kind of heat, man. Kind of heat. <laughs> so, okay, let me just start off by saying, let me preface this by saying a lot of um, the newer ones that came out already, I've been holding off mm-hmm. until the dub came out because I'm just, I'm just not that 
interested or invested in just waiting for the sub. I want to be able to throw it up on my monitor, listen to the dub. Hopefully the dub is good enough to where I can tolerate it and watch it there like like uh, Infinite. What's that one called? Infinite? Dend- Dendrogram? Yeah, I'm waiting for that one. It all drops this week, the dub version of it. So by the time y'all listening to this, the dub version would already start it. But there are a couple that I, I have to watch um, in subs. Um, and that's not have to watch in subs because a couple of them are simulcast. But that's Darwin's Game. Uh, Plunderer. Well, that's... that's uh, Dub simulcast too shit, and ID invaded, which is also dub simulcast. But <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to watch any of it in subs, it's, except are for you choosing game. to. I was are you choosing to just watching the subs? Okay, no, no, I'm definitely watching those two in dubs. But Darwin's game yeah. definitely the subs. They're incredible. I want to start off with that first. Okay. Uh, where are you? I'm where you at. Yes, let's go. What do you think about it so far? Has our has our thoughts last week changed any? I mean, as of right now, it's definitely the most fire anime yes, of 2020. Bro. Definitely. It's killing it's, it right now, man. It's pretty hot. Um I I don't want I don't I don't really if they continue like this, I don't really see how they can mess it up unless they just forget about progression. Yeah, but it's, it just seems like the way they're going, we're going to keep finding out more information. We're going to see more and more, mm-hmm. and it's not going. There's not going to be a letdown anywhere. No, dude. Like the progression, like th- learning about this game the same time as our protagonist has been the most interesting part because he's like he's in it, like, and because he's in it, I'm in it. And I yeah. literally thought we was about to lose him in his most recent episode. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker, he's not about to not shoot him. You about know to what get a new protagonist. Yeah. I thought it was about to hit a, a Junie Tyson on us. It didn't, obviously. But yeah. Dog. It could ever. Yeah. It's good. I love protagonists with like IQ of like 180. <laughs> like the smart protagonist, man. I can't stand them. The dumb ones. He, he got like a solid 150 then. Yeah, for for real. Like he he's super smart. I mean, he's whatever he learned, he, he's trying to learn as, as best as he can. But he also hates killing in a game where people killing, are killing. is everything. Exactly. Which is just so intriguing to me. And then this whole new battle royale, it's this is an actual battle royale going on inside the show. Which is nuts, man. Nuts. Because I don't know how they're going to do it. So, do you think uh, this information girl going to become his new ally? A hundred percent. Yeah. So, he's going to have a little 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 clan going on. Yep. I mean, that's literally what they call him, too. Like, oh, well, no, they call him family. But same thing. Yeah. Like, she's going to be a part of his family. You yeah. think she going to... Um you think they're going to avoid killing like the little, I think the little girl not going to kill nobody. No, but, um, Oh, red dress. She's already she's a savage. Out. Yeah. She's yeah, she, <laughs> she left, left and left. Yeah. <laughs> she was in the streets, like looking like Spider-Man just chalking people up. It's real good though, man. Like I, I love the characters. I love their dynamics. And I just think the information girl is going to be like Futaba and persona five. She's going to be the information gatherer while they try to uh, survive. I don't know. I I truly don't know how this is going to play out, though. And that's the best part about this show. Well, what do you mean by you don't know how it's going to play out? Like, what are you thinking? I don't know. You just have no idea what's going to happen next. Exactly. And that that, that, that got me going, man. Got me going. I mean, that's justifiable, I think. That's the best part of it is that you don't want something that's so obvious to just say, bam, I know it's about to hap- happen left and right. Because um, apparently that's what Ash Lost in Space did for some people. Which is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to you, Philip. Uh, and D- well, not really Philip. It's his wife. His wife said that yeah. uh, she he, she predicted all of it. But um, Which is wild. That, that's just crazy to me. Like, I, I thought these series weren't very, like, straightforward predicting mm-hmm. i think I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes though darwin's game is killing it for me man it's definitely mine's a 2020 okay what um, you got? so i'm only bringing this one up it's not a 2020 anime but i'm bringing this up 
because I started watching this, what I said, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. a week ago. Um, Haikyuu. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to join the Haikyuu uh, hype train. Whoa. But it is so hype. Okay, so it is good though. Okay. Haikyuu is so good. And this is only the first season. Apparently, this is the weakest of all the seasons. How? I have no idea. Wait, what you what you mean? From what I hear, this oh. is the this is the weakest of the four seasons, like so far. Um, Haikyuu season one is not the best of the season. So that sounds amazing to me because I'm thoroughly enjoying it. The character development. Honestly, Polo, like I said, I think this is right up your alley. It's just a sports anime. Okay. So I, I sincerely think if you haven't watched one episode, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a shout out to the homie Troy Stats. Okay. Mm-hmm. He hit us up on Twitter, and he was actually uh, hitting you up on Twitter and said, "Where you at with Haikyuu? He said, "You said I'm almost finished with the first seasons." He said, "What you thinking so far?" Three fired emojis, obviously. Um, it must be good. He said, "Laugh my ass off." The best part is this is the worst of the three seasons. We got to get Polo born fly watching it. Like you said on the pod, it's made for him, which is which is weird that now two people have told me that. But uh, it, it feels <laughs> like that, bro. Like it, it has its funny moments. It almost feels like a slice of life. Um, they even have a waifu in there Uh-oh. that everybody everybody is like in love with. Everybody who see her. They be like, oh, oh, okay. They get hype. Um, I don't know, bro. And it's not like she a minor. She's not a kid. So it's not like you can't look at her. Uh, I don't know, bro. It, the whole thing, though, like the character development themselves, like the dynamics of the characters, how they meet each other, how they get to understand each other. It, it's all, all of it just seems so worth it so far. It's, we enjoy character development. And I feel like you as a, as an analyst, not even as a, a podcast, anime podcast personality, as an analyst, mm-hmm. you will love it. Okay. All right. I'm going to make it my obligation this week to watch at least one episode, two episodes. Yeah. No, but you know the what? First I'm episode, a, the, the first episode was a hook. I'm going to give it three. I'm going to give it the typical three that I normally give shows. And then I'm going to go from there. I think that's more than enough. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm watching Haikyuu next week. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, I'll report back to y'all next week with the three episodes I watched and what <laughs> I think about it. Don't let me forget about that. Absolutely not. You can't. <laughs> and Twitter, don't let me forget about that as well. So if you listen to this podcast, hit me up at Polo Born Fly to remind me to watch Haikyuu, please. Because then, then, I'll, then I'll be forced to. Mm-hmm, Twitter. <laughs> Tell's been telling me that for a long time. The moment he started it, actually. You're right. <laughs> but you enjoying it though. It's good. Yeah, it's bro. Good. Like, I don't know, man. I just let me look at the rating. The rating is an average score of an 84%. That's Damn. the average score. Holy I, shit. I don't know, bro. Just just give it a go. It came out the same year as uh I think ReZero. 2016? That's nah, 2014, so yeah, it might have been. Oh, because yeah, ReZero came out. ReZero and Grimgar came out the same year. Yeah. Which was a body, was a beautiful year for me. Two of my yeah. two of my top five anime came out. <laughs> so it came out, it came out April 6th, 2014. Yeah. Okay. ReZero came out April 4th, 2016. Mm-hmm. Almost around the same time, just two years difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, speaking of ReZero, though, I was just about to say that we need to watch, you watch that director's cut. Yeah, no, we need to, and we need to review it just the director's we, cut itself. We in there, we, we doing that next week. Let's do it. Let's do it. IQ, I, you know, I'll be some ReZero easy. And it's, it's the director cut, the episodes are an hour long. So, oh, yeah, we in there. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Everybody here that listen to Mike Check Waifu Waifu, you got homework. Watch ReZero's director cut, it's only three episodes out right now. It comes out every week, but they're an hour long and they're f- from the trailer I watched, dog. It looks so different. It looks the it, dude, the animation quality looks Demon Slayer. It's so weird. They didn't even have to make it any different. I would no, have they it. didn't. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. I'm, just, I'm just excited because uh, did you see 
there's a um a video on YouTube where they talk about the stuff they cut out from the um the manga mm-hmm. um that they put didn't put in ReZero. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like listening to it. I'm like, yo, if they put this stuff in the director's cut, like I'm gonna even be more attached to like Subaru and these other characters. Cause oh, wait, like did they? That, that's what the director's cut's supposed to be. They're supposed to be including more information and stuff. Oh shit. Cause I thought they just reanimated some shit. Oh man, this is about to be this is about to be lit. We yo. <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm good. I'm is ReZero you. gonna be number one on both our lists after this? We'll find and, out next week on and, Dragon Ball and, and, Waifu Waifu. <laughs> it's number two on your boys, so it, it only needs one more boat boost. Oh my goodness. That's incredible, dude. That is incredible. Alright, I guess it's for me to go to the next one. And um yeah. I'm gonna slide right to uh Plunderer. Last week I gave Plunderer a hard time because the characters were kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. This time the character that I was referring to, did you watch it yet? I watched the first episode and I know what character you're talking about. Yes. He got Old better. Mask, uh, yes. Simp dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, straight up. I'm glad you understand now. <laughs> Old mask simp dude. <laughs> what a description. <laughs> yeah. So he got better the second episode. And the second episode brought much more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess, I wouldn't say character, div- eh, much more emotion into like the world and the character, right? Like I was okay. I was kind of feeling for our, our main character and I'm like, okay, I'm now you, you got me to want to give you a third episode because at first I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this. Second episode, I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to give you a third. And I'm definitely going to do that because it's uh, it's actually quite intriguing to try to understand why um, the the dude did what he did. I, and I'm not going to spoil it because you haven't watched episode two yet. But when you watch episode two, you I mean, know what I'm talking it, about. It's not going to bother me none, but his name is what, Licked? Yep, licked. All right, um, not Black Clover licked because the animation yeah. is better, for sure. But then again, that's not difficult at all. Yeah. Um. So my question is, uh, so you didn't really feel you didn't you didn't feel any sympathy for like uh, what's her name Hina or Hina? Nah, not at first until the second episode. Even even when uh, she was getting basically. Well, of co- of course that that irritated the fuck out of me because of its its implications, right? Like, yeah, I'm not down like, for that. That is never okay. He's trying me. to use his rank, pull rank on her. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm I was a little excited. She got all her all her stars taken. Yeah, straight up. Uh, all her steps taken. I was like, yo, that's crazy. She mm-hmm. was four hundred and forty one, which means she took four hundred and forty one thousand kilometers of steps, which mm-hmm. is insane. But like it again, I liked her. I didn't like her up until that point. Then I felt bad for her because I don't like any any like almost like when a guy tries to take advantage of a girl at all. Like I'm just not for that shit. It it literally makes my blood boil. So Yeah. I know how I know how you are, bro. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. I, that's how I was confused when you said that. I was like, what what you mean? Like yeah. that don't sound like polo. Nah, that that pissed me off above no end. But like I still didn't like it I don't care that much about her that much because of how kind of ditzy she is um they haven't developed her well enough yet exactly for that to be its kind of main selling point but the second episode it slightly digs a little bit more deeper into her character but she's super like clingy to licked and it's like yo you just you literally just met licked and you're like oh let's make sure uh, promise me you won't get hurt so we can have dinner together or whatever the fuck and it's just like, oh. yo, it's only it's only two episodes. You haven't even spent an entire day with this guy. And so you were salty like she was salty when he was trying to see her panties, but now now all of a sudden uh, I actually know who he is. Let's yeah. go have dinner. Yeah, exactly. And then just in the second episode about celebrities. Right. So in the second episode, he he basically pretends like he I'm gonna spoil it for you. So if you haven't seen episode two of Plunderer, I'm sorry, I'm gonna spoil it. He takes the orb and he basically plays the villain role again. He says, yeah, yeah, give me this bow. I know it'll sell for a pretty penny, so I'm going to take this from you. And now I'm out. And he just flew a fucking, he just flew away. Just flew 
the fuck away with the orb that she was trying to give to him because she was supposed to like protect her or some shit. Mm -hmm. She was upset about it. She comes walking back into the town and she meets with the, the chick with the 77 on her chest. And he's talking, she's talking to her and she's like, yeah, look, just took it and gave me this doll or whatever. And then he's like, she's like, well, don't worry about it. Look, is actually a good person. And then she's like, no, he stole the orb from me. Come to find out that he put the orb inside the doll and he gave it to her. And she goes chasing after him as he's leaving the town on this like cart going back to traveling. He puts on another mask and she's crying for him. No, like, don't go. Don't leave me. And it's just like, I don't. I don't feel like y'all even built this relationship for you to be crying over this man that you don't yeah. even know. You have your orb. You know that there's more uh, of the people around. So why not go find another one and just like back the fuck off? Like, right. Almost feels like they forcing it. Exactly. That's exactly. But what it is. the show seems better in this yes, episode. It does though. It does because you, you slightly feel for her a little bit more because you know a little bit more about her, but like, it's not, it's not perfect in the, in the sense of the storyteller, but it got an episode three out of me. So I'm going I'm to go ahead and do that. Mm. I mean, that's the important part. Exactly. If you got an episode three out of Polo, uh, they had to do something, something major. At, at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to have to get at another episode because I, I plan on watching it. It's just I, uh, I put Inspector ahead of that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm glad you did. And um, because I haven't. Even I really, it. I really like Inspector. Um, this this last episode didn't have a lot of action. Mm-hmm. It was really, and it wasn't like a lot of backstory either. It was really our um, our main characters, um, Kotoko and Kuro. Uh, basically, K- Kuro is like, look, I'm not going into the woods with you. Are you gonna start watching this, or, or you don't mind if I spoil it? You could you could slight spoil it. I am gonna start watching it though. So, so old girl, I already told you she can see spirits and mm-hmm. yokai and stuff. Yeah. Um, she's saying I'm going into the woods to to speak to this giant snake. He's like, I'm not going in the woods with you. Like, <laughs> that's stupid. And she's like, You're my boyfriend. You have to come to the woods with me. And he's like, I'm not your boyfriend. Here's some soup. Go to the woods. Boom. Sent her on her way <laughs> with some soup. Right. With some soup. I'm thinking she's about to go to these woods and get ate up real quick, right? Real quick. So what I what I do like about it though is that even though there was no action, they were like solving a case. There's a lot of uh figuring out how things work, right? Mm-hmm. And figuring out why people did certain things. And it's giving you like actual Japanese lore about like a water deity mm-hmm. or something that was thought of as a water deity. And then um they introduced this new kind of like bad guy mm-hmm. that we don't officially get to see yet, but I'm assuming they're going to be in episode uh, three, which is what I was talking about when I said I can't wait to see her because yeah. uh, she built like a tank. Uh, um, let's go. <laughs> like waifu. Autumn. Yeah. Um, and actually like she's on the actual main cover of the show and in the uh, tra- uh, or intro. Um, I might start. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously it's not something like out of sight, but I want to see where they take our, our, our main character guy, like how, how he develops, what he's about. We, we find out what kind of, we find out how he got his ability and how, why all the ghosts and stuff are scared of him. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. I don't. I mean, we found out how he got his ability in the first episode, but we found out one of the reasons he got it, yeah. and then we don't know the second reason. Okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely. I think I think so far it's fire, um, and definitely something that's just cool to chill to. Sweet. I'm turning it on tomorrow for sure. Damn. Let's go. So we got ReZero, the director's cut, to start. I'm starting Inspector for sure, and in Haiku, I gotta watch at least three episodes of that. Yeah, I may give it one episode because I got that director's cut being the hour hour long episode. So I got you. The, the director's cut. I mean, that rezero that's gonna happen for me regardless. Yeah, that's straight. That's fuck a up. must. Yeah, straight up. That's a must, bro. My jaw. Okay, listeners, just just a reminder. That is the only show that's on both me and Tell's top five. Well, no, I take that back because both of our top five includes Astro Lost in Space now. 
Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> one of the only two shows that are both on our top five list of all time. This is of all time. So yeah, um, let's uh actually, you know what? Let's swing to the next uh next topic, which is going to be this this overhaul discussion in our My Hero After the Break. You you down for that? That's cool with me. Let's do it. So we about to take a quick break. We're gonna come back. Um, I don't know what song we're gonna play yet, but we'll we'll get it. I'm sure it's gonna be dope because it's always dope. <laughs> we're gonna play a song for y'all. We're gonna come back from the break and we're gonna talk overhaul. The dis- discussion is gonna revolve around um, overhaul usefulness in the entire series of My Hero. So it's gonna include all the spoilers up into that, and then we're gonna talk the most recent episode of My Hero as we always do via this podcast. So we'll see y'all soon and uh, stick around. Welcome back from the other side. <laughs> what hey, you just that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> what you just heard was the ending to ID Invaded, which is nasty. That that anime has some great um some great music in everything. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gotta talk about that next week for sure. Episode yeah. four was fire, quite literally. Um I okay, so real quick, let's touch on ID Invaded. ID Invaded yeah. was so good. Um, can we can we talk about how how a little crazy it was though, right? Yes, yes. Like even even outside of the investigation we were following, mm-hmm. the the dives into our uh, well, I, I can't even say he's our protagonist. You know, like into the mind of our investigator. Yeah, it seems like he's a little little in the in the air on what side he's on. I see. Like he, he yeah. Like he wants to be the good guy, right? But he knows that. Like I think he knows deep down he's not the good guy. So the thing is, is I said we said last week that this show seemed predictable, and the reason why I said that is because I, you kind of you kind of get the gist of it from the first two episodes. Okay, his wife and daughter was were murdered. Okay, I figured he used to and he used to be a cop. I figured he used to be a cop. His daughter and wife was murdered. He killed the people who murdered his wife and daughter. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. I was wrong. I mean, that probably is what he did, but he then basically, essentially what they explained in this episode is that he's a cop that's just willing to to kill bad people. But then they kind of clarify. He clarifies himself and say, I don't really have any malice towards the bad people. I just wanted to kill him, which he blew my fucking mind. Yeah. And he he didn't say exactly like that. He more or less said that, like, he didn't he was talking to like these criminals and realized I could kill them. Yeah. And yep. that's what drove him to kill him was just the fact that he could. Mm-hmm. And that's what made his character seem so like Fuck that him. he is the gray area, mm-hmm. you know, like he's the gray area. Yeah. He's doing, doing this and it's like working out for the, for the good of humanity. But it's also like, yo, you're still a, a killer. You're a murderer. Like straight he, up. His best friend or friend mm-hmm. who he says still tethers him to his rationality right like how he can reason um basically say are we still friends and uh you know are you gonna stop killing people 
And he basically said, well, you're the reason I'm, I'm still tethered to reasoning mm. and I'm not going to stop killing people, basically. Or it's not necessarily that. He didn't say I'm not going to stop killing people. He just You get the just, implications that he won't. Yeah. He's going he to do what he need to do. Exactly. To kill, I mean, essentially bad people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. The show's monster of the week way, method, though, or the way they do it with um, our fighter of the week is insane. Yeah. I love it. I love it because it's a it's a new criminal that does some sick psychotic shit and whoever wrote this show is a psychopath but that was the best part about it was that like you know that monster of the week scenario sometimes is really irritating right that's true um but how they did it was okay we have this bad scenario Mm -hmm. alongside our main character's like history and story progression and they intertwine and weave and it almost didn't suck that there's a monster of a week scenario Right. You know, like you can, you would, you can, yes, forget that there was a monster week scenario, but you also are like, oh, this actually happened, and they yeah. solved this case. They use that as a story progression tool, and that's exactly. how it should be done. Yep. That was, I, yeah. <laughs> okay, you you with me? You with me? It okay. pushed it pushed the story further instead of just being a week to week scenario that our hero overcomes. Nah, not in this one. This one's live. ID invaded, watch it. It's worth it. It's uh, real good. And it's on Funimation dubbed and sub, so whichever you prefer is there. Um, Yeah. Also, take this time to go to teespring.com slash stores slash mytechwaifuwaifu and cop some of the podcast merch. We appreciate that, too. I just wanted to throw that in there before we move on to this, this overhaul question, which tell is going to tee up for us so we can knock it out the park. So I'm scrolling through Twitter the other day. And I see this this question um, basically said, I think that overhaul is not being utilized properly for this season. And I kind of want to know if if that's something that people can agree on. Like how how is the utilization of overhaul in this in this season? Should they have done more with him? Should they have done less with him? And I kind of feel like this goes towards what we talked about, what happened on Facebook the other day with a friend of mine saying uh, this whole season sucks and that the fight with, with overhaul and everything was trash. And Polo has been saying, I think from the beginning, they've been giving too much backstory, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there is some utilization issues here with overhaul. They could have probably used him better, but they he also was kind of like one of the best parts of this entire season. 100%. And that may be why he feels underutilized is because he is so far the best part of this entire season. He's driven everyone in this season. The way, excuse me, the way they built up overhaul from the end of season three, like when he came in through the end of season three, it was so, so mysterious. He came into season four and we started to get his arc, his whole plan, his whole way of thinking. He comes in, kill a couple of the uh, League of the Villain people or whatever, or just the one dude. And he just, he comes through with this gravitas that's so powerful, so strong that you just, you're, you're at, you as a viewer are actually feeling the terror that he brings whenever he's on screen. I think they did a wonderful job. The guy on Facebook, on our Facebook group, uh, who said that, uh, what do you say? The, the fight wasn't good. Yeah, it's overrated. Which overrated. We agreed. We agreed that the fight was probably a little bit more hyped up than it should have been. And and but it deserves some yes. of that hype. And yes. after we, we after we rewatched the episode yesterday, what, what do you think after we rewatched it? So we rewatched the episode. Sorry, y'all. We won't be able to to, to put out the commentary episode because it got blocked from. YouTube, but we'll figure out how to do that and we'll get that done for y'all. But after we rewatched the episode, we, we talked about it. And I would say the fight was not as good as the impact. Mm-hmm. The impact of we, the fight was. Agree. Yeah, exactly. The impact of the fight was extremely important. So that's why everybody was so hyped and it was trending number one on Twitter. But the actual fight itself wasn't even that great. Like, I mean, I mean it was just like Tell said in, in our commentate video, it was just Deku bullying overall. It literally, <laughs> it's literally all it was. He's For, bullying the big bad that we've been hyped about the entire time. Exactly. Exactly. Which which was fine to me. Like that still, that progression, that storytelling, it was so satisfying that I was okay with it. 
Um, but the problem is, and I guess we're going to get into spoilers of the most recent episode. So if you haven't seen the most recent episode, there will be some spoilers here. So come back and as usual. To it. Yeah, as usual. So come back and listen to it after you've watched that episode. But this this time, essentially, he basically just overhaul just lost his powers completely from um, our homeboy. What the fuck is his name? Shigaraki. Shigaraki. Yeah. And like he's he's basically done. He's essentially over. Overhaul is over. And I feel like that is very not utilized properly. So I think it's it's shitty. Yeah. That Overhaul lost his power. And it's not that he lost his quirk. Um, which realistically it gives us hope that it could come back. But he lost his quirk and he lost it in a way that it made me feel like Shigaraki is a is a true villain, you know? And that's like, what they were trying to do, you could tell. Yeah. Overhaul in a sense, even though he was being villainous and doing villainous things, he was doing it for the good of someone else, even if it may have not necessarily been good in their mind. He his intentions right. was that he was being a hero for someone, right? That's how villains always see it. They're being a hero for someone. Yep. Um, and that's what, you know, he came in and Shigaraki kind of just like, I'm going to do what hurts you the most because I wasn't able to hurt you like I wanted to before. I'm going to hurt you like I want to hurt you now. And yeah, I mean, it was a villainous action. I do wish that they had given Overhaul some more shine. I even thought that in the manga, like I wanted more from Overhaul. Okay, so uh, this this happened the same way in the show that it did in the manga. Yeah, same same thing. Shigaraki walks up like, "Give me them hands." Um, Quite literally. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it is what it is. You know, uh, he was going he in jail anyway. <laughs> they was gonna find a way to turn off his hands anyway. You know, that's true. So uh, that's one thing we know. Shigaraki has the uh, the quirk stopping bullets now. So, I mean, I don't like Shigaraki as a villain since day one always just irritated me. I never really found him as threatening as I did overhaul. Now, I think they're going to do a good job of making him that way because of, I mean, you essentially think about his power. His power is almost the exact same as overhaul's. <laughs> like, it's it, in terms of like... I would say um, utilization is better with overhaul, obviously. Overhauls is more versatile. Yep. Whereas I think what they're going for for Shigaraki is that like if you look at how they how they did this, right? We saw Shigaraki. Shigaraki wasn't as scary as a Nomu in the first season. Right. That Nomu was the hardest thing in that first season. Straight up. And would have would have mocked everybody out there except for All Might, right? Mm-hmm. Um then season two, they're just practicing getting their skills up. <laughs> this season, you know, they are, we got Shigaraki or Overhaul, you know, kind of walking through it. And he has the same quirk as Shigaraki, essentially, but he can reutilize those things and put them on himself, yeah. on himself and stack up the power. What they go for with Shigaraki is he's just pure destruction. Yep. Straight there is decay. no fixing what he touches. Yep. Straight decay. Which is, I mean, it's kind of dope, but I don't, I just don't give a fuck about Shigaraki. Like, I don't think he's... It's not his time to shine yet. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure is coming, but I don't think he's that great. I even... <laughs> watching that dub version, though, in our commentate, though, <laughs> kind of like Toga now. <laughs> I, I was saying, and you're I, like, my, I, my still girl Toga. I kind of like her, because that part is so fucking funny to me. Dang, Izuku. Izuku, <laughs> <laughs> no, Dang. Her her voice actress in the dub is real good too So shout out to her I need to find her on Twitter and follow her She did a hell of a job (laughs) Dang (laughs) So um, From from this like So we talked about I just want to talk about like kind of The previous episode just a little bit more Yeah sure Uh, We talked about how uh, The sound design Mm-hmm. At one point, like you didn't agree with me on the sound design. Yeah, yeah. We went back and rewatched the episode. Uh, we kind of pointed out some things, and the 
I had to say, like, I think the sound design stopped longer at one part than I thought it did initially. Mm-hmm. But I think you said that the sound design actually was better than you thought it was. Exactly. So when the song dropped out, it did drop out for longer than I thought, but it was for the, the swell of the music to begin. I don't know if it changed in the dub from the sub. Like, I can't remember exactly. Par for par. But I feel like it was out longer in the sub than it was in the dub. It it may feel that way. I know. Um, I don't know. I felt like I heard everything in the it sub, but I know they just did so many good things. It I feel wonderful. like in terms of that episode specifically. Yeah. Um, and leading job, into this new episode, right? Leading into this new episode, what uh, what they did great was how they they showed Night Eye mm-hmm. saying, "Take me to the top." From from last little night, I said, "Take me to the top. I want to see everything that happens because yeah. I know Deku's gonna die, right?" Mm-hmm. And we get to this episode, and you know, we we night eye dies. Yep. And I mean, was that a was that a hard hit for you? Not as hard as it, it as it could have been, but I did text you. I'm like, please tell me he comes back. Cause I, <laughs> I even even if it's manga spoilers, just tell me. Does he come back? And then you said no. And I'm like, well, fuck. Spoilers, everybody. He don't come back. He's gone. <laughs> I, it kind of it kind of hurt a little bit uh, when Mario came in. That's what hurt probably the worst between yeah. him and All Might. Because it's like they never got to rekindle that kinship All Might and, and Night I had, and then Mario was like, yo, this is the man that's been training me. So I kind of, I felt for him because of the way he felt. And then Deku, you just met the motherfucker. So like, it wasn't that. It's Deku's fault. It's not even Deku's fault though. We know, we know. <laughs> if anything, Deku the one who changed the- Exactly, the, changed the future. Cause the, it was, it was, should have been both Mirio and Deku dying. Mm-hmm. Along um, with Night Eye. Now, my uh, my thing, um, more or less, is that like I felt sadder for Mirio coming in the room, like you said, yeah. um, and you know, all my kind of telling him like you gotta fight, and you know, we want to change the future, right? And he gave he gave Mirio, he looked Mirio in the eye, he ran his quirk, and basically said, you know, you're gonna be a finer hero than anyone. And I felt like he said that, right? Mm-hmm. And what made that really suck to me is that his his reel was empty. But, w- so was it like that in the manga? Um, in the manga, yeah, they did the same thing. There was no image in it. Oh, and shit. normally when they show his reel, there's something in the reel. Always. It's more like, it's almost like he used it to kind of like just make him feel better in that moment. Now, I obviously don't know. I really don't know what happens, you know, with that. Mm. So, yes, I, <laughs> I I sincerely hope that at some point Mario gets his, his quirk back. Where I'm at in the manga, they're not even out the first year, so. Damn. They still in, they still in that first year. Mario's still in high school. So, I mean, I would like, I would just like to see more. That's all. Yeah. Um, I want, I want to see Mario get his power back. I want to see him be number five hero or something like that. <sighs> I think I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think is gonna happen. Eraser is gonna bust his ass in training Ari. Ari's gonna learn how to control her power. She's gonna rewind. Mirio and give him his, his fucking his shit back and then she's just gonna be like a like a secretary for the rest of her life it, here's the issue with that though is that she can't use her quirk on anything other than living things Mirio hello is Mirio not alive but here's the thing is what I'm saying is that like they didn't have they don't have all the overhauls re- how are they gonna test that? They gonna test it on lab rats? Mm. That's low key inhumane, and and he had to literally destroy Aries' body over and over and over again to even get to where they were to give a sample to make those 
that's just to do what they were doing though. Not not to help her control her power. Helping her control yeah. her power is to to be there for her, to help her understand who she is and what she can and do. Kind of practice it. Yeah, exactly. And not to panic and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. maintain control and maintain, you know. Yeah. Understand um, that there's the people block. out there for you. I I think she's gonna be fine. She's gonna be able to control it. She's gonna give Mary Ellen's power back. But I'm you're so right scared. though. Like, cause when when you watch the episode, you I didn't think about it until you just mentioned it. Like every time they showed Night Eye is real, whenever they would flash to his real, it was always something there. Every yeah. time. That's what I'm saying. That's what made it like it, it felt like that's what that was a tearjerker for me. Like if I was gonna yeah. cry, that probably would have been it. Yeah. Because he did that for appearances. Right. And obviously they don't know what Night Eye sees. Mm-hmm. But we know what Night Eye sees and he didn't see anything. He just he just kinda yes. he just kinda said it. That's crazy. I don't know. I, I enjoyed this episode though. This episode was a great rap to all of that. Like we I hope it goes back to normal now. Stop doing these crazy ass weird cut-ins with backstory <laughs> that just don't fit right in this season. And let the second half of the season be good. Um, it's 24 episodes. Next episode is episode 15. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to. I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I enjoy it, though. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, let us know what y'all think about it. Super curious. For sure. You got any uh, anything else? I, honestly, what, I think that might be it for me. I think that's it for this episode. This has been episode 32 of My Check Waifu Waifu. We appreciate you. Damn bars. Uh, <laughs> oh, guess what, y'all? We created a Spotify playlist. So by the time you're hearing this on Tuesday, 9.30 E-A-M E-S-T, there <laughs> is our uh, Spotify playlists. Tell has a lot of rap on his. I have a, like a lot of chill step on mine. A lot of lo-fi on mines, some R&B on mines, and some rap, very minimum rap. We hope mm-hmm. y'all like it. So follow our Spotify playlist. It's our own personal taste in music. Um, let us know what y'all think on Twitter, of course, at Polo Bornfly on Twitter for me. At King Saliano for me. And we'll see y'all next episode. Polo. Peace. What? You got to do it. We, we've been skipping this every time. You got to do it. That's true. Let's go. (laughs) Mic check one, two, one, two. My sweet wife. Is that you?